da, 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 da. Hello and welcome to New England Beer Reviews. I'm TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today? Sprinkles the cat? Sprinkles. No, it literally just says sprinkles. I don't know, man. My brain... Okay, I had a big lunch. I ate a donut for dinner, more or less. So... I don't know. Sprinkles came to mind, mm. even though my donut did not have sprinkles on it. Tasty, tasty sprinkles. That's a fuck up of a donut, then. Um, yeah, let's fucking let's get like right into this. Ah, shit. I meant to like get a get myself back to where we were and untapped, but yeah, I know. I'm kind of doing that right now. Where the but hey, fuck? Let, let's let's first uh, introduce beer number one beer number one today is our episode title beer because this is episode 60 and i forgot to do that it's called the most beautifulest thing in this world it is a 8.4 percent double ipa from modest man out of keen new hampshire uh you ready dude i am indeed good buddy also this is a citrus single hop ipa oh rad citrus single hop it says it on the back. It says it on the back. I love cans that actually have their information. In three, two, one, crack. Woo! No sprayage. My God, this smells good. Oh my God, this looks good. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is definitely a, a double New England style IPA. New England style. Oh IPA. yeah. Yeah, I wanted to, I don't know, I feel like we've, so for full disclosure, folks, we, we had three IPAs. other places. Yeah, not we, had, we, had a, we had three choices <laughs> for this, and one of them was a definitive. And it was like, we've done so many fucking episodes featuring definitive, maybe let's do a couple with breweries that we've never featured, so. Yes, yes, indeed. Oh, man. oh my god, this Look is so fucking good. That is. Mm. Oh man, just taste how good that is. Yeah, it's super good. I mean, this is definitely a Citra New England double IPA done right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's smooth as hell. Very easy it's really flavorful. I don't know what the easily. fuck it's rated on, on tap. This is easily 4.75. Are you getting mowed at? No, I'm glad you can't hear that. I can't tell if that's a train honking across the river or if there's some kind of weird foghorn or some shit. I don't know. Oh, cool. Maybe someone's rolling down that river. Yeah, it's possible. Well, actually, no, there's no it, like the, the, the Merrimack is not no passable. shipping ability. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, because, you know, locks and waterfalls and shit. Yes. Dams and crap exist. <laughs> It's not a canal. Mm -hmm. We have those. This just isn't one of them. Yes. All right. So, hey, this is a fantastic beer. Did you find where we were back in, in the way, way back machine on Untapped? No. Oh, right. um, um, let me let me keep going. I'm trying to figure out where how I don't can't try to remember how the fuck we how far we got last time because I'm definitely into the the. Uh, well, folks, I hate to tell you, but there's still plenty of um, bullshit. Yeah, plenty yes. of bullshit. Oh, yeah, because we never even got to, like, 
our tall can bullshit phase of our um, no. morning. <laughs> I mean, and we we do have some good stuff coming up because there's like a there's a whole ass like spyglass trip. Oh, I think we stopped at the White Claw shit. Yes, so we June twenty fourth, just after White Claw. So we Although did those we didn't two. Stop after White Claw. <laughs> no, but so the. I think we start on the Spyglass trip in which we first tried our the two beers from our last episode, Key Lime Pie Sour and Time Crystals. Which were both rad. Yes, they if were. If you don't remember it, check out last episode. Indeedly do. And just, like, seriously, I don't know if they still have any of the cans kicking around. It should still be fine if they still have any cans of Key Lime Pie Sour because they oh did god, for a while. Try it. Oh my god. Seriously, oh my god. Like, Time Crystals is bomb as fuck, but, like, that Key Lime Pie Sour is, like, the thing that I dream about. Yeah, like, that is one of those things, like, Haterade, of, like, this is perfect. Yeah, like, I generally tend to try different stuff because, you know, there's only so many calories and, you know, uh, ability to consume alcohol before falling over that one can do and so i tend to just focus on stuff i haven't had before but goddamn i would easily drink a shitload of those like no problem like well since i'm here oh i'm already uh, here as well um well on that trip as well we had quantum ripple Quantum Ripple is a 8.3% hazy double IPA hopped with Galaxy, Citra, and Azaka. Um, we both gave it a 4.5 because it was, I mean, it, it was fucking delicious. <laughs> like, honestly, mo- most of what uh, Spyglass does is fucking bomb as hell. Like, their sours and especially their double IPAs tend to be super, super on point. Speaking of... We also had Milky Way, which is another Dippa that brings in at 8.2%. It is a heavily oated cream Dippa with lactose and hopped with El Dorado, Cashmere, and Citra Cryo. And that also I gave a 4.52 as well. And you didn't check in, apparently. Yeah, um, that's why I'm checking shit in now. Part but of the like, of the show. <laughs> good God. It was... That was... Like, honestly, I really have gotten, like, I've gotten to really like oated dippas. Like, the oat really just smooths out the mouthfeel a lot for me. Lactose does the same thing. So, like, I've never had an oated one with lactose in it, and that really worked for me. I'm sure that we'll be talking about oats more this episode. Spoiler. Probably in about, like, 40 minutes. (laughs) As I like chug this, like throw this back, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you it's your <laughs> um, uh, if 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 anybody hasn't figured this out yet, if it because it's been a while since we've done sip, 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 but I cannot chug. Yeah, just a reminder. Or if you're just, if, or if you're just ju- just joining us for the first time, for our sixtieth episode spectacular. Yeah, sure, whatever. We were gonna do four downies, but instead we did IPAs yeah, because the these would not taste won't as good. Go bad, but these surely will. It's a musical episode, goddammit. <laughs> well, I'm out. This is the last episode, folks. I'm burning it to the ground because TJ sang. <laughs> All I tried right. to make it a musical episode, and I and I I just you know 
dropped my mic and walked away. But then you might, like, destroy a perfectly good mic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I won't. I mean, I'll I'll come to your house and drop your mic, oh, not mine. Please don't do that. Go, go to Dan's house and drop my old mic. <laughs> that seems mean. Uh, it does seem mean and also wouldn't make you cry, so. Yeah, I'd probably just go, eh. <laughs> Or, like, at least an aw man. Uh, well, if you're not going to even cry, then it's not worth it. <laughs> but next you're up. You're no fun. There is limited explanation for this one. It's been so long that I don't terribly remember it. But it's a 7.2%. It's a New England IPA called Synapse. And, uh. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't remember what else is going on with that one. Yeah, that's like the extent of what I can extrapolate. So it, it was pretty good. It wasn't as good as other ones we had had that day, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, like, again, nothing of theirs is bad. <laughs> no, nothing of theirs is bad. I, I have to say, though, I think that like a lot of people have correctly assessed that like you when you do when you go for like a dipa, you tend to get like a better, smoother like more well-rounded mouthfeel especially um as opposed to like a single ipa and i think that spyglass is no exception to that i think that like most breweries their dippas are just a bit more perfect a little more oomph yeah i think that's a large part of it so we also had another dippa shocker uh, this oh, one was yeah. mosaic, mosaic singularity at eight point five percent. So, actually, technically, this is not a dipa. This is a tipa. Uh, oh, that was I don't a know triple. why it's. Yeah, I don't know why it's logged in as like the style is listed as imperial slash double, um, but it is a tipa, hopped with mosaic, mosaic BBC pure, and mosaic cryo. That I thought was fucking good. Yeah, like, it was that like was really fucking tasty. Like especially super for ultra mega mosaic. Like especially for being a triple, like it didn't have that usual um, syrupiness. Well, yeah, and it's also get. and like also mosaic is a fucking awesome hop. And it's also right about uh, like it makes me wonder if the like I mean I'm gonna trust them when they because I think they're the ones who put their shit in, but uh, you know. Yeah, usually tippas would be at least a 9%, and like this has more or less the same ABV as their dippas, so mm -hmm. I don't know. So maybe Something. that's why they threw it into dippas, but like that doesn't make sense, because it is, yeah. like, it, it's just, uh, it's a session style of a triple IPA. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, we also had another beard while there. It is called Lemonar Flow Racal. Can you guess what hops are in it? I'll give you a hint. It's Racal. It's a 6.9% New England IPA. Um, and also has citra hops in it. I guess just a touch of Racal. That, that's, that's kind of disappointing. I was playing up the Racal angle. Then I read. Bastard. Mm-hmm. Damn these but hey, eyes. <laughs> but this was an even better single IPA than the first one we had. So yeah, it absolutely this, was. <laughs> like basically pretty much everything we rated at like a 4.5 that, that day. 4.5 um, plus. 
Yeah. Just like our next one. <laughs> yeah, it was another Dippa. It was a stratosphere, which, again, take a wild guess as to the primary hop. So this um, is a... Strata. Yeah. So Dippa hopped with Strata, Nelson, Rakow, and Matuka. Like, I feel like we're broken records when it comes to Spyglass a lot of the time. It was fucking delicious. Like, yeah. we both gave it a 4.5. I'm not sure what they could have done to make it better. I mean, I don't know. Crack. Lots of crack. Yeah. Uh, similarly, <laughs> actually, the the next one's higher rated. So, well, similarly, but better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, our next one is its average is frighteningly low. Uh, but it was Infinite Loops, a eight point five percent double IPA, New England style double IPA, dry hopped with Simcoe, Matuka, and Rawaka hops. Um, Emily and I both gave it 4.75s because it was fucking delicious, man. <laughs> but it's like average is a criminally low 4.17. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck? That is really surprising to look at. <laughs> Isn't it, though? And the last one that we had at Spyglass, I just I, like I feel like we tried it partially because name alone. Oh, yeah. Largely come, name come alone. the fuck on. Plus, Bitter, like, twisted and nuts. Plus, there aren't that many times that we've gotten to have, like, a dark beer from them. So this is uh, an Imperial Stout at 10% ABV. And it was brewed in support of the people of Ukraine. It is, an, it is brewed with an impressive amount of pretzels, tons of toasted coconut, dark roasted cacao nibs, peanut butter, and almonds. And they donated two bucks per can to uh, help those affected by the conflict and violence in Ukraine. Um, uh, so it's a re- Ukrainian imperial stout, not a Russian imperial stout. Yes. Damn. Also, awesome. Uh, I-, I always love like beer with a cause. Same. Also, especially when it's good beer. Yeah, and this was another was 4.5. Like, I feel like what would bring it up to a five is, I don't know, like more peanut butter powder. I really it hope that you can't hear nut flavor. I really hope you can't hear my neighbors like hammering or whatever. I can't even tell which fucking condo it's coming from. I cannot. Good. We're good. Um, but yeah, this was a mighty delicious beer. Like both of us gave it a four point five. Um Honestly, I feel like we got a little bit of the salt from the pretzels and like a little bit of breadiness. Like, we got a little bit of the coconut. Like, we got, a, like, a little bit of everything that was in there. I just mm-hmm. wish there was, like, a little more punch to most of the things in there. Yeah. I mean, I think this one avoided being overly syrupy, too, which is always nice. No, that, that's definitely nice. Like, too many Ukrainian imperial stouts come across as very syrupy. Actually, no, fuck that. That's mostly the Russian imperial stouts. Shitty-ass Russians. Svolich. Nastarovia. You bought the best sukoplet. Yeah, well, now we're just saying fucking stupid shit together. 
Yeah. Oh no, I, I I was I was constantly cursing in Russian at you. It's the Sweet. only Russian that I know outside of um yes, no, I don't speak Russian and um Nastarovia is basically cheers. Oh, please and thank you. Yeah. Spasiba. Mm-hmm. Um, Suka is Blitch. Well, I guess it's more Asuka, but that's why I like uh, fucking the redhead in NGE. Her name was so funny. Mm-hmm. Because she's a bitch. Mm-hmm. But that was that was the point of naming her Asuka. <laughs> uh, Svolich is asshole. Uh, Yabotiba is um, it's either like fuck you or fuck yourself. I can't remember exactly which one it comes out to. Mm. Uh, Blet is like if whore and cunt had a baby of word, that would be that Ooh. word. <laughs> So that yeah, that's your uh, that's your Russian language lesson. You now know how to say. Well, I yes Lots is da stars. yes is da uh, yet yes is, is no, no. Uh, pajalis is please uh, thank you is Pseba. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you know just rewind a little bit and you'll learn uh, bitch asshole fuck you cunt. <laughs> um. And, and don't forget, uh, Nasarovia is basically, you know, cheers. I don't remember what the exact translation is. Oh, did I do asshole? Svolich, if I didn't do asshole. Yeah, you did Svolich. that. Yeah, yeah, you did that. Svolich. Svolich. <laughs> Svolich, Moving on. Svolich, Svolich. <laughs> oh, Jesus Moving Christ. on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we talked about that. Uh, we also had a beer. Yeah, we from we got a Mass bunch of Landing. random. Yeah, we got a bunch of. Oh, this is from yeah. a random single chunk. Like when I was bunch of crap. In. We we had um Jonah from Mass Landing. You know, like that story about the whale. Uh, it's got Citra Mosaic Idaho Seven and El Dorado. All things that we should enjoy, but it wasn't as good as we wanted it to be. Yeah, it also might have been on the older side. It also might have been on the older side. That is the whale. He be white now. That great thinking whale. Is there Mrs. Queequeg? I know we're talking about the wrong story. I and don't now care. I shall leave Earth for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Me am biggest brain of all. Uh, yes, folks, and we love the shit out of Futurama that we will just end up randomly going into a bunch of random quotes that loosely connect together. <laughs> among other things. I mean, at least that was all from the same episode. Anyway. No, Leela, brain make people smart. Okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> this is out. This is outside of New England, but... Eh, well, actually, no, we're not adopting you. Sorry, Buffalo. Um, we'll adopt lots of New York, but, like, 
Hey, man, I think that we can see beyond our issues with Buffalo these days. I mean, if you're talking about sports, that's not my fucking problem. Buffalo just... I don't, oh, don't want to fucking live there. Well, I was going to say, I'd ra- if it was like Buffalo versus Niagara, I mean, it, Buffalo is way less shitty. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, Niagara, but like, no, as a I, town, I would suck. I would totally give Niagara to Canada. Yeah, no, like they don't carbon want it. The shit out. They don't they want totally it. They totally don't want it. They're like, we got our own. It's better. We don't need this one. Ours it's- has an amusement park. <laughs> You've got a degree in baloney. Anyway. I've got a degree I swear in to God, homeopathic I'm medicine. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to stop with the fucking Futurama quotes. Anyway. No, I'm not. I'm never stopping. Um, so this is a beer that we bought again on name because come the fuck on it's called <laughs> trial by wombat uh from thin man brewery in buffalo new york and if that blew out too much it's called trial by wombat it shouldn't have blown out that much i backed off a little bit at least uh brewed with copious amounts of australian galaxy hops and flaked oats um yeah it was pretty decent yeah it was all right yeah it was fine Again, I'm not sure how long, like... Uh, I think that one was actually one of the fresher ones that we had gotten, uh, which is sort of unfortunate, because, like, our next one had a super rad-ass name, too, and a rad-ass can art, because, I don't know, I don't know how many of our listeners are, like, pushing 40, but, you you know, you remember those, um, those, like, picture days in, like, fifth grade, where you could have, like, different backgrounds, and one of them was fucking lasers, and the lasers were rad as shit, this yep. one's called Laser Raptors, and it's that background with a like happy raptor in front, and it's a great can art. I fucking love the shit out of it. It's mm-hmm. from Aslan Beer Company out of Alexandria, Virginia, so we're still outside New England, but hey, mm-hmm. Virginia, we would welcome you, maybe not West Virginia, but we'd welcome most of Virginia as part of you know the new union that is going to secede. Um, this is an 8.3% Imperial IPA. Um, oh man, I'm going to read this description just because I want to read a thing in a certain voice. So I might do all of it in that voice. What do you think, Em? I think that's a great idea. When exploring the French Alps, we came across something we did not know exists. While hiking, Joel screamed, Fuck! That's a laser raptor! I thought they went extinct thousands of years ago! Little did we know, this raptor was friendly. He had been outcasted decades ago and started his own brewery in Switzerland. After a few beers with this raptor, we decided to do a collaboration and dedicate this beer after him. If you are wondering his name, it's Jeff, or El Jefe. After a few beers, that's so rad. I I also love the Kung Fury reference. Fuck! It's a laser raptor. I thought they went extinct thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's why I went for like the cooler friend instead of like Kung Fury being freaked out. Yeah, I was more like Thor, just without the pecs. We're not doing get help. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that Thor, but that works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was it was a pretty goddamn decent beer. Uh, I feel like yeah. we've had a few things from Aslan, and like 
none of it's been really bad. Uh, I feel like I've had at least one thing from, I think I've had at least one thing from them that was like really aggressively mediocre, but like generally they seem to be pretty decent on the whole. You know what wasn't decent? Oh, Um, before we went on, I was just going to say, if you haven't seen Kung Fury, look it up on YouTube, watch it. It's fucking rad. It's It's a rad ass 30 minutes of your life. Yeah, really watch it. 30 minutes, seriously watch it. (laughs) All right, so. Now we're getting into a mix because uh, we have some more. We have some more. We actually have some more decent shit to talk about. But like the next thing, the next thing is absolutely fucking not decent. No. Um, so <laughs> as we've already hinted to, we went through like a weird phase where we had like a bunch of seltzer and shit, but we also were getting like tall cans of bullshit. Yeah, and like said tall cans are. Um, oh, on the whole, actually, better than I thought they would be. Better than I expect them to be. But this but first like, one is some of not them, one of the better ones. <laughs> some of them are uh, like so fucking horrifyingly bad that, like, I think that, like, I would take most things. I would take like Bud Light over this. Not uh, Willie Superbrew, but I would definitely take Bud Light over yeah, this. Not, not Willie Superbrew. I mean, this but, like this next one, I. I I'd still put Bud Light at like a 1.25 or 1.5. I know. It's not it's not high. It's not much higher, but I would still rather drink a Bud Light than a Steel Reserve Blue Raz. It is listed as a malt liquor, bringing in at 8% ABV. From Steel Blue. From Steel Brewing Company out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Gotta gotta get the beer history in there. Electric blue raspberry with a hint of lemon creates a bold flavor combination to spike your night. Yeah, spike your night straight into the fucking ground. Yeah, it was and just like, missing the roofie. Traumatize you. <laughs> yeah, basically. I, I honestly I, like I think it went too heavy on an artificial lemon and not heavy enough on the electric part of its blue raz. It like, actually it went would have been it just Oh no, it was I don't Maybe. think there was any saving this. No. no, there was no saving this. Like I'm going to tell you man, I will I will be honest, like there were some of these tall cans that like I like I at least moderately enjoyed a lot of them. I really enjoyed a few of them. This one was just fucking awful. Hated. <laughs> yep, again, Bud Light would take Bud Light. Yeah, Willie super like Look, man, if it doesn't taste like literal vomit, <laughs> it's better. Oh, wait a second. It's episode 60. It's the musical episode. You got to sing it. At least it doesn't taste like vomit. No. Damn. Hey, Before watch this the episode. Done. You want to come talk? <laughs> By Glum, what? before this episode is done, I shall get you to sing. I was going right, to say, I on. get. <laughs> I mean, I get my my cats sing at me all the time. They just don't do it when I'm recording, unfortunately. Uh, moving on, we had a beer from Lord Hobo Brewing Company. It's a double milkshake IPA. We drank this in uh, some Indian Barrow Grounds. Not actually. It's just where we checked it in. Well, oh, where I, Emily I, checked it in. I um, check into like the stupidest shit I can find, although there were not that many stupid options in Dunstable, so it was like Indian burial grounds, pepperal jazzercise, Tully Dairy Farm. I think that my favorite around me is um oh fucking Donna's Dominatrix 
Dojo. Dojo. There we go. Yeah, there's Such nothing super exciting name. around me. And hey, if you're Donna and you're checking this out, we wouldn't mind checking out your uh, Dominatrix Dojo and having an interview. We'll give you some beer. Or, or like some Toggan pole shit if you're that into that. <laughs> we, we are here to serve my good chums. I didn't I was know where say, I was the, going. Dear the face listener. I'm making right now makes me go, yeah, I think we could make it like, we could make this into a video thing. Although, I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be fun, but it's uh, more expense than I am able to incur. Uh, we had Aloha from New England. It's a double milkshake IPA, 8% from Lord Hobo out of Woburn, Mass. Woburn. Um, I don't know. It, it's fucking galaxy hops and notes of real coconut. And uh, it was decent, but much like pretty much everything we ever have from fucking Lord Hobo, it's not as good as we want it to be because we've often right. had things that are very similar just well both better and worse but the better usually mm -hmm. brings out greater in my mind than the worse yeah I, like the way i described it was not a bad milkshake ipa but i don't taste the coconut at all yeah which like, is not great especially if coconut is supposed to be one of your selling points of it like, you need to be able to taste the coconut. Indeedly do. Indeedly do. Speaking of disappointments, I actually rated that <laughs> at a four. And this was, Dad. I, in this, in this next, yeah. Uh, this, the, this, this next one I rated at a 3.75, which, like, hurt me to do. Uh, this one was Silver Haven by Ten Bends. It is a hazy New England IPA. Uh, Ten Benz is in Hyde Park, Vermont. Like a stroll through a glen of green mountain birches, Aww. Silver Haven is a refreshing and welcoming escapade. This 6.5% ABV hop-forward Vermont-style IPA exudes grapefruit and woody spice notes amongst its soft straw-hued body. Like the golden leaves that hold onto the silver birch into the win limb winter long, Silver Haven lingers, delivering a distinct hop dank to the citrusy end. So, By God, that's an awesome description. I wish the beer lived up to it. I really wish that Vermont would try and separate themselves from what New England IPA is now. Because so much of Vermont IPAs harken back to, like, Alchemist. Um, I know. And like the early days of this is something different than West Coast IPAs. It's going on in the East Coast IPA in East Coast scene. So let's just call it New England IPAs. It's going on in Vermont. And it's like, no, there is a very specific style of Vermont IPA that I think exists that exists outside of at least what New England IPA has become. Yeah, but like, let's put it this way. We've had multiple ten bends. Most of them were better than this one. This one just like this one was a this, letdown. I if I if I recall correctly, I like I actually dropped the average on this one slightly. The average is a three point eight three. Um, ten bends has done some solid IPAs. Uh, they're 
I feel like their Rattler wasn't awful. I mean, mm. super low ABV, but it was actually a halfway decent Rattler. Yeah, like, Rattler. this was just, you know, uh, I feel like the first two beers I had from Ten Bens were the best ones that, I, that I've had, period, from them. Uh, the Northern Heights IPA and the uh, Peach Cream Puff War yeah, were both peach was really solid. And like, honestly, Pineapple Cream Puff War, like, it wasn't a bad beer. It's the same basic base beer. But the problem is, is the pineapple didn't come through at all. Yeah, that, that was the like, major issue with that. Whereas like the but, peach in the peach one in the peach cream puff war, like, really, it was it was a very pleasant accent flavor to that beer. Exactly. Like, so what I will say is Ten Bens is sort of hit or miss. Um, Silverhaven is a gorgeous looking can. Um, but unless you're like cool with a New England IPA that doesn't have enough flavor to really do justice to the style, um, I'd say skip that one. Well, and again, it, I mean, 3.75 is not like trash, but like it didn't really yeah. even look like a New England, though which is why I put it more in the category of, like, Alchemist of... And, like, who's that other which again, fucking one? Where, well, like, um, they're not... It, it was, like, at least lightly filtered. It wasn't It wasn't the thickness of this, like... Are you talking about the other man. one that's credited for with the origination yeah, of the style? Hill Farmstead. No, Lawson's actually came a little bit after. But, like, Lawson's Sip of Sunshine is... Um, I mean, I mean the one that the the two that like the beer geeks were geeking out on hard to the point where it just became obnoxious. Yeah, like it's Hill Alchemist and Hill Farmstead, and everybody oh. still geeks out about Hill Farmstead. Well, I mean, Hill Farmstead should be geeking. Oh, out on I Hill mean, Lawson's people used to get fantastic. People used to chase down Lawson's too, but like, I'm not gonna lie, like Lawson's has never, honestly, Lawson's and Alchemist, neither one has ever been like wildly impressive to me i'm so sorry yeah that might be hill, hill farmstead is generally way better from yeah hill farmstead but, i've had from them but that's the thing is because hill farmstead's not like yes they do new england style ipas they helped originate the style but like that's not primarily what they do primarily what they do is more like farmhouse style shit and they do mm. it outstandingly i love a good saison yeah like love a good saison <laughs> Uh, speaking of Saison, we had more things. It's not Saison. It's Down East Hard Lemonade. <laughs> Look, man, it was worth We had that. a phase. It, it it happened. It wasn't terrible. No. Like, we're, we're going to have I a mean, Down East episode relatively soon. And, like, if we're going to feature a single place for an episode, like... They're not going to be terrible. <laughs> Although no. I do think that our selections for the episode are fun. <laughs> I agree. But yeah, the hard lemonade was fine. Yeah, the, uh, the rest the of the pack. Was fine. Yeah. The strawberry lemonade was less good. Yeah, too, um, too much artificial strawberry. Yeah, that was the bottom of the ranking for me. So it was like a 3.5. The original lemonade was 3.75. And then my top ranked was the black cherry lemonade because, like, that flavor actually worked pretty well. I gave that one a four. No, I remember really liking that one a lot. Um, I mean, uh, given recent experiences when it comes to artificial black cherry, 
I think if they used a higher quality one than they did for the Dell Shandy. Yeah, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like that Dell uh, Shandy is just like way too medicinal. Now, Down East makes some really solid stuff. Like anybody who's never actually been there, it's actually oh, worth it's a going great spot. Because... It was better when um, KO is still there. Oh yeah, but totally. But personal still. preference. <laughs> I mean, they don't sell pours on site. As far as I know, they still don't. They you have to you get uh, five two ounce tasters, I think, for free. Uh, the no, it. I think it's five four ounce tasters because it's definitely greater than two. Okay, something like that. But you get like you can't buy cider there to drink there. You can buy you you get the cider you drink there for free. You just don't get large volumes of it, but you can certainly buy growlers and they have stuff that they only release there, which is like, and it's a weird, stupid workaround for our draconian alcohol laws that exist within this state or yeah because the ability to uh, get a liquor license the ability to get a liquor license is a real challenge especially i'm guessing in the city of boston which you know Eastie is technically part of the city of boston yeah um the thing about like so technically still limited to x amount there of liquor of liquor licenses that can be passed out within the city of Mm -hmm. boston yep and a lot of them are um you know well a lot of those are like grease palms sort of bullshit that like allows you to you know get one in the first place uh Um, do do you not live in capitalistic america it's all about who you know yeah it's fucking gross anyway so the thing that i usually tell people is like so first off i will say i think aloha friday used to be better like when they first brought it out i think that it's still solid but i think it's not as good as it was originally it feels like they've changed the recipe slightly. But what's even better than Aloha Friday was Aloha Saturday, which was oh, yeah, the was their their pineapple it's so Aloha Friday is their is their pineapple cider, but Aloha Saturday was the same thing aged in rum barrels. Yep. And it was fucking bomb. Fucking bomb. Bring it back. Listen to us. We'll have to say this again during our Down East episode of Bring Back Aloha Saturday. <laughs> The people want it. We are the people. Aloha Saturday. Um, while we're at it, hey Cisco, can can you bring back Pink Lady? Pink Lady was so great. Yeah, Pink Lady, fucking Pink Lady. Oh, but they didn't Cisco get bought out? Oh, you're right. They might have been. I mean, it doesn't mean that they can't still like do stuff, but I'm pretty sure they're owned by AB Imbev. Yeah. Womp. Yep. The American dream: build a business so you can sell it for money. Look, man, I don't have a problem with you selling your fucking business for money. Sell it to somebody whose soul is not as fucking gross as anybody at AB InBev. Like, I'm sorry. I, mean, I know that I harp on this way too much, hey, but like, like Boston beer, not perfect. But when Dogfish Head finally sold, they sold to Boston beer. Dude, seriously, like Boston beer. Uh, I mean, fuck, I'll even like if you sell the Constellation brands or Heineken, I'm not even going to shit on you quite that hard. I'm going to be a little disappointed, but I'm not going to like absolutely refuse to drink your shit again. The fact that AB InBev actively worked toward to try to destroy other craft breweries mm-hmm. makes me go, 
fuck you, scorched earth. No, I want nothing yeah, to do with you. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, that feels like a time for an ad break. I feel like we just gave her first anti-ad of our ad break. <laughs> AB InBev. Uh, you. Do you, I was like, <laughs> do you feel like uh, selling your soul? Like, again, I know that you know, we have plenty of macro brands. Um, you know what? Choose anything, literally anything besides AB InBev. Like Miller Coors, I support you I support way the fuck more. more. Um, as long as you're not trying to actively crush the little guy, I'm not going to tell you to go fuck yourself. So I guess uh, here's I mean, a positive uh, ad honestly, for Miller like, Coors. If we're, we're going to say AB InBev, fuck you, Anheuser-Busch. Fuck you very specifically, Anheuser Busch. Mm-hmm. Anheuser and also Bush, you international beverage company. Let's use the full thing. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna like get myself a fucking legally fucked on this, I'm gonna use the full fucking name. Like when I got fired from uh, American Allegedly. Multi Cinemas Incorporated. Allegedly. Oh no, I was totally fired from American Multi Cinemas Incorporated. Allegedly. But uh, we all know that we we all know the truth, TJ. Allegedly, yes. The truth uh, is I just out there. It's nowhere. Um, really speaking, this is not actionable threat. Um, <laughs> oh, I wasn't even saying threats. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just saying, like, I, I just, uh, well, no. I mean, if what you want a good action, so here's a positive ad. It. Do you? Do you like actionable threats? Do you like the podcast that hates you back? Are you interested at all in engineering disasters and people like making stupid jokes when talking about in engineering disasters? Then check you out should show go that listen to people that we're friendly with. <laughs> sisterish podcast. Well, there's your problem. It is a po- engineering podcast with slides that is available on YouTube and wherever else you find podcasts. Our co-host from See It or Screw It, which is our movie podcast. Liam Anderson is also on that wonderfully delightful podcast. Which brings us around to Yay, check Liam. out um, See It or Screw It, because it's our other podcast. So, hey, you like movies? Check it out. It's three you to like four me? people with the unmedicated ADHD talking about movies. So it's more than just the movie we talk about. It's other things, too. <laughs> you like listening to us but wish that we had other people to balance us out a little bit more we have that it's just that we talk about movies instead of beer yeah we've we've got like 12 people so i'm excited about that I mean, uh, that's a hell of a lot more than this one had to start oh yeah no that's a Hopefully hell of a lot Liam more remembers than this to one fucking was talk like about us on his other podcast <laughs> once liam remembers to start like like I haven't, in fairness, I I'm sorry. Oh uh, yeah, Tom, no, no. Let, let's Tom let's and Liam. On. I haven't listened to Ten Thousand Losses in forever. Uh, I love you both very much, but I'm I, sports ball with stuff. Inundated um, with stuff, and we had oh hey another positive ad. Um, hey, were you a teenager growing up in the late nineties and early aughts? Then Wait, should, howdy, was I? Then you should check out Trainwreck Woodstock 99, a three-part docu-series that's on Netflix. I'm it, super pumped to watch that. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry that I watched it without you, man. But, like, it was... I knew that, like, Woodstock 99 was bad. 
but oh shit <laughs> oh boy I'm su- i i like i i'm just fascinated to hear about the stuff i don't know about but like i knew it was that bad but like there, there's a lot in there that they talk about that i already knew about but like i didn't realize to quite what extent <laughs> so uh, it was, it was, it was yeah. an interesting watch but then again i i grew up as a uh a male in like the late 90s early aughts all i can say is it's a good thing cholera is not common anymore yeah no that would have like actually that was something that i didn't quite realize was like them treating it the, like it's 69 but they're swimming around in shit water yeah i was gonna say the the, the luck of the fact that like you're not they got an uh, interview with somebody that had trench mouth i didn't realize trench mouth was a thing It's, wow. like, it's like trench foot, but you're I know. drinking that water. Jesus like, fucking Christ. It's a clostridium species, right? Is that a, am I wrong? Is that a clostridium species? I can't fucking oh, remember. I, I I'm can't gonna go look remember. It up. It's related to cold source. No, it's not. Well That's it, viral. it causes it caused an outbreak of cold sores and other um, sure, if you already had herpes virus in your system, mouth. I could see that. But it, okay, oh, okay, again, they didn't, explain, they, did, viral. they didn't explain that well enough. But th- there was, it was shit oh, yeah, water that some... they were drinking. Yeah, I know. Like, like, there's some, but <laughs> you're, you're sure you can. There, there are viruses that you can pick up from shit water, but herpes is not one. <laughs> Um, I'm using the old John DiMaggio trick of using a coffee cup of in case no, you, guys you, you just sound like you just sound like you're a background singer in Guar. <laughs> oh, check out Guar. No, I can die <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pee now. Goodbye. Yes, pee break. Pee break time. Coming back soon with beer number two. Bye. <laughs> Boy, those were some fun commercials, huh? Uh, I don't know. I had something there. Totally forgot what it was. I got busy like checking out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yay! I did an okay one on. On, on mic we did a better one off mic but whatever shit happens um hey shall we get on to beer number two today before we like try and burn through a bunch of bullshit we sure should good buddy <laughs> good buddy beer number two today My comes to job. us from uh Coos brewing company it's called the fun version 3.0 it's a galaxy hopped oat dipper it brings in at 7.4%. Uh, Coos is out of Colebrook, New Hampshire. So, you know, keeping it New England in three, two, one, crack. Oh, man, that, that one was a bit of a squirter for me. Mm, that's, that's what he said. So my my immediate complaint with this is it's not as hazy as I want it to be. Oh, not I at mean, all. I mean, it's not, it's it's not not hazy at all. But 
it's not I mean, what does it I, claim like to, to be see. a New England IPA or just an IPA? I don't know. Double IPA. But like this is this is definitely not New England. Like it's from New England. It tastes fairly New England. I mean, like that's the thing is it's like man, mine's got a lot of head. <laughs> you can you can have fairly New England tastes without it but having it if it's filtered too much then it just doesn't look it quite but i don't know it like i can't tell if it tastes new englandy because of the oats smoothing it out but you know That's it tastes fairly new englandy possible and i mean i will say that like it's it's not opaque when held up to the light but it's it's translucent like it's you you definitely couldn't like see actual objects or read anything through it so I've I've seen I've I've seen even less cloudy. Yeah, I've definitely seen even less cloudy. It's fairly drinkable though. No, it's got a fantastic flavor. Like we were talking about oats earlier. I like how they smoke the oats in this. It gives it like a little a little hint of like rouchiness. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 the better side of fine. Yeah. Like it's I mean, a four or four point two five in my book. Yeah, this is like it's totally drinkable. It just doesn't have quite the look that I'm looking for. Um but like I don't know, I, I really wanted to pick breweries that we had either never or barely talked about because i feel like we might have mentioned a modest man at some point but we've definitely never done one as a show beer like coos i don't know that we've ever even mentioned i've definitely had at least one other thing from them but i can't i can't think of what off the top of my head i don't think that we've ever talked about coos but uh for those of you who are Holy shit, Even we're remotely local. this day, that is a lot to get through fast. It's going to really not be that much of a challenge, I promise you. Anyway, um, but shout out to the city, Tobacco and Beverage. This one, there are multiple locations. The one I tend to go to is in Seabrook, which is where I got these fine selections. Um, I think I'm just going to have to check in a bunch of shit later. Yeah, so... Let me start up by talking about my uh, Great Shame, which is my favorite of the uh, tall can bullshit that we discovered. Holy shit, how high we fucking rated this tall can bullshit is, like, stupid. I know, but oh my god, I really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. uh, Like, genuinely um, enjoy it. So this is a Smirnoff Ice. Uh, It is red white and berry um came out with it for they came out with this and a vodka for um fucking fourth of july and like oh, i feel like it's been around for fourth of july for a number of years at this point we've just never bothered yeah like honestly way better than it should be way better than it should be like kind of like make a cocktail in like a fucking like 16 ounce mug that's just a full ass bomb pop dropped in you drop in a nip of the, the vodka. fucking vodka and then top off the glass no. with this shit 
no, you're wrong. Liam's correct. It's it you you lose you don't use the Smirnoff ice red white and berry. You only use the vodka and the bomb pop. He's right. If you go if you do all three, it's going to be way too much. It's going to be too gross. I'd still give it a shot. No, Liam, I, yes, because you're a fucking masochist. <laughs> Liam's right. Like that's the right way to do it is the bomb pop and the vodka. Oh yeah, period. it's a vodka bomb pop and like soda water, maybe a splash of lime juice. Yeah, at best. But like, fuck me, man. We rated this. I rated this a four at least. Like, seriously, it's the best Smirnoff ice I've ever had. I started drinking Smirnoff ice. Uh, back when they were new. <laughs> back, back, uh, you know, when I was on underage, allegedly. Oh, no, not even allegedly for me. I, I definitely drank a bunch of Smirnoff ice underage. I, so did I. I mean, I guess they can't really. There's no like statute. <laughs> what are you going to do with like hit me up fucking at af- over 17 years later right? for drinking yeah. underage. <laughs> Look, like... man, I just used to saying allegedly anytime we might possibly get in trouble for it. Thank you, Robert Evans. Um, uh, it's definitely one of those ones that if like certain rapists can't be prosecuted after two years and you're going to try and come after me for fucking drinking underage, it just shows well, you how fucking fucked the fucking shit is. <laughs> I mean, oh boy, is it fucked. So, um, I don't know. Do you want are me to you, just sort of are leave you here? making me happy? Um, do you want me to leave here because I can condense things a little bit better than you can possibly? Yeah, and I'll just like All pop right. in. Okay, so we tried two different Seagram's escapes because again, talk and bullshit. Tall can bullshit. Um, we had the Jamaican Me Happy, which uh, is a Jamaican three point two. <laughs> Literally, what I wrote in my in my comment. Thank you, Ted. That was the joke. Uh, bursting with watermelon, guava, lemon, and strawberry flavors. Jamaican Me Meh. Um, I don't think you I even, probably even need to heavily overrate that. Three point two five. The better one, actually, surprisingly, was passion fruit, lime, and salt. Um, I mean, maybe that shouldn't surprise me because it's it's not trying as hard, and I feel like the salt kind of balances it a little Uh, bit. The salt definitely helped this one out a whole lot. It pushed it more in the direction of, like, a goes almost instead Mm -hmm. of just being, like, malt beverage bullshit. Like, it was still malt beverage bullshit, but... That the salt definitely aided its flavor profile. Not to sound too pretentious. Yes. Although pretentious I do currently bitch. live in Dover. <laughs> currently. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, malt beverage bullshit, we tried pineapple orange punch extra hard, truly extra hard, hard seltzer. Hard. Uh, something like 8% yeah. mine, right? <laughs> something like that. It. Yeah. Whatever. I gave it a 3.25. Again, I feel like I'm way too generous to this shit. Um, oh, we, we both absolutely are. Same thing with, like, the next one. Like, the next the one next I thought one actually was, like... Like, decent flavor, but, like, it, yeah. it's still, it was still bullshit. Yeah, I'm trying to remember... Oh, okay. So, Two Robbers is a contract brewery in F- Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So, this was... It's a hard seltzer and real fruit. So it is fruit punch hard seltzer from two robbers uh, made with hundreds of pounds of raspberry with hints of orange and cherry. Honestly, I mean, 
not spectacular, but like for three point five for that, like not bad, really. I like, think we were a bit in the bag at that point, but shut up. Yeah, Don't I, like me. I remember it being decent. It just wasn't like again. I think that I was having the issue of I was comparing it against like the fruit punch sours that we've had over the years. And it wasn't oh, yeah. even nearly on that level for me. Yeah, but that's not really not what it's meant to be. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but then we had something worse, which is yes. Fruit Smash Super Hard Seltzer Pink Lemonade from New Belgium Brewing Company, which is uh New Belgium, Colorado, am I right? Maybe uh, yeah, no Fort Collins, Colorado. Um Yeah, this was worse. Uh gave it a three. <laughs> Meh. And then we had really really bad then we had something worse (laughs) yeah definitely worse 100 percent for sure worse um we had four loco fruit punch from drink four brewing company out of chicago illinois it's a 12 percent flavored malt beverage of fruit punch it's not the worst four loco but it's definitely not the best either it's i gave it a 2.5 which is kind of uh you know, Still generous, generous. I think. <laughs> um, so we tried the Corona Refresca box because there's only one of those at this point, I think. Um, and just for oh, simplicity's yeah, sake, Corona boxes that night. I don't think I checked in the last one, which is kind of lame. Um, couldn't remember. I can't remember what it is. Anyway, of the three that I bothered checking in, my least Mas two most. Moss Mango was meh. Uh, but the pineapple lime and the guava lime were actually halfway decent. Yeah, um, I remember the guava and that being pretty decent. Um, the the pineapple I wish had like a little more of the pineapple tart instead of the pineapple sweet. But right. So then we had a. Uh, this also may not have been when we drank any of this shit. I think this might have been me going, "Oh fuck, I need to check all this shit in." Um, so. We tried multiple boxes of the Corona Hard Seltzer, and I think I just checked them all in at once. Let's see. Um, Spicy pineapple, uh, watermelon lime, blackberry lime, and strawberry kiwi were all down at three. And then blueberry acai, um, tropical lime, citrus lime which feels fucking redundant that's a stupid thing to call it uh yeah. mandarin star fruit hey um sorry i gotta leave you to uh go take care of some business real fast so once you get through this and then uh i'll, I'll, I'll be back real soon okay um so those are all at 3.25 which is actually the high watermark for these sadly um and since he's leaving, I will just kind of keep plowing forward with some of the other bullshit that we would, that we did. Um, so I'd never heard of this this thing called long drink before. Um, long drink apparently is a tribute to Finland's national cocktail. Um, the long drink is like a juniper berry, like malt beverage sort of thing, apparently, which, you know, 
as a person who loves gin and juniper berries and basically anything that tastes or smells like a pine tree, um, I was totally down with this. So we tried the Bevy Long Drink, which is a from Boston. Um, this was the Berry Refresher flavor. And I give it a 3.5. I thought this was actually kind of solid. Um, if you've never given one of these long drink things a try, um, give it a whirl. Um, something that sucked way, way harder uh, was my least favorite Four loco of the ones we bothered trying. FYI, in case you didn't know, Four loco no longer has caffeine. Um, they just have alcohol in them now. So we made the unfortunate mistake of trying Four Loco Sour Grape, which is a 14 fucking percent. Um, and my comment on Untapped is tastes like shit booze mixed with cheap popsicles. So, yeah, that's about what you should expect from this. Like, you bought a box of popsicles for a fucking dollar melted them and mixed them with like the shittiest vodka you could possibly find and that's approaching the shittiness of the flavor um slightly surprising that wasn't as bad um was neon burst punch blast it's a unfortunately an anheuser-busch product but you know when i'm drinking bullshit it matters a little bit less to me um surprisingly not a worst thing ever, and I gave that a 2.75. Um, let's see. I had we had the ice smash blueberry and raspberry and blackberry, blue raspberry and blackberry from uh Smirnoff, so it's another one of those Smirnoff bullshit things. Um, acceptable, gave that a three. Um, Ah, yes, on to the best Four loco that we had in our stupid journey here. Um, loco USA is exactly what you fucking think it is. It's basically like a more alcoholic version of the Smirnoff Red, White, and Berry, but like also shittier flavors. Also a 14%. Um, this one was a 2.75, so it was a hell of a lot more acceptable than the other one. Um, and I think the last one I will do, unless he takes fucking forever to come back, um, is another Smirnoff. This was Ice Smash, Pineapple and Coconut. Um, actually, again, not as bad as you might think. Gave Also gave this one a three. Like... The Smirnoff stuff is, it's never been particularly good. I mean, their vodka is not great. The Smirnoff ice shit has never been great. But, like, it's also never been bottom of the barrel. And that's about what I would say their stuff has stuck to in terms of standards. Like, I would reach for one of these Smirnoff ones blindly, like random flavors I've never tried even before I'd reach for a lot of other things, like, oh my god, never again was Steel Reserve anything flavored. Um, so, yeah, you know, I... Well, TJ is back. I made it 
through July 1st because I didn't know what else to talk about, so I just kept going through some of our bullshit. Oh, awesome. And that means that it's less bullshit that I have to get us through next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Um, we're getting close to caught up, folks. We're a hell of a lot closer than we were. Yeah. <laughs> we're only a month and a half behind now. <laughs> I mean, come on. With all the with For all these, us. like, yeah. all this crap that we were, like, again, I think what the thing that I'm one of the things I most enjoyed about our journey of trying like random bullshit was some of the, like some of the seltzers and stuff that I found were actually pretty solid. But like, again, I'm really glad that we randomly tried that long drink bullshit. Like the, the, the that finish like oh, juniper yeah, berry bevy. drink. That, yeah. That was, interesting. that's not the only brand, but like bevy is apparently local i look i finally looked it up it's actually a company from boston like i'm sure there are other companies that make it too but like are they from boston or the is it a company that's abroad that they brew through boston i'm not sure it says regional brewery or something like that but still i didn't realize that that's rad i mean plus like hey dear listener if you've listened to this show before we like gin. <laughs> so if you yeah. have juniper beverages, it was really neat. I thought how it brought out the sweetness of the juniper. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like yeah. Bevy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I would definitely try more of that long drink bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, as I explained to these dear listeners, I generally like anything that tastes or smells vaguely like piney, herbally something mm-hmm dark green bullshit whatever it's why a lot of the foods that i cook are fairly herbaceous herbaceous yeah i was gonna say herbaceous (laughs) slap corrupt lift (laughs) flat (laughs) oh what did you you do or oh laminar flow laminar flow dipshit oh laminar (laughs) Laminar. Laminar. <laughs> Laminar. Uh, so, yeah, I had two leftover um, TJ Super Short, Super Short, spoiler, spoiler free newish movie reviews. So, which one do you want first? You want, you want Uncharted or Hatching? Hatching. All right, cool. Hatching is definitely the ratter movie. Hatching is. But a young girl, I want to say like 12 years old, who's being forced into uh, like Finnish, Swedish, something like that. Um, somewhere in the area of Scandinavia. Um, and like, if you're going to watch it, I don't think it even has like an English dub. I think it's just Finnish. Um, but about a young girl who is being pushed through gymnastics by her domineering mother who wishes to have that Instagram life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, there's one day while they're trying to take pictures, a bird that flies in and they, that the little girl catches the bird and gives it to her mother and her mother snaps the bird's neck. Uh, like, I'm um, like, this is still spoiler free. Cause this is like the first five minutes. Uh, mm. After having to uh, being told to dump the bird 
into the fucking compost heap, which like that's just even more traumatic because like it, it was an overflowing. So you just have like bird on top, like holding open the lid of the compost heap. Yeah. Um, little girl comes back and finds the bird gone and follows and like tracks dying bird blood or something yeah tracks dying bird back to its nest and finds an egg inside of it so takes it home it is it is not a crow's egg it it's just not it grows giant like like really Mm. big uh it's got some great body horror in it um like i cannot recommend this movie enough i was gonna say does it have at least like kind of a an uplifting segment in which the mother dies because i honestly can't remember if the mother does die or not like even if i did remember i wouldn't say because this is supposed to be you know spoilerish free i guess um still though my sincere fondest hope i remember the movie being very satisfying let's put it at that (laughs) okay i mean i'll i'll go with probably that she gets what she deserves which is you know what she did to that bird like i don't agree with like violence against like adult humans but like if you do violence against like innocent beings our other show talked about violence against specific adult humans and i completely agree with okay that there are specific adult humans but oh i was gonna say overall i'm not as bothered by like movie violence against adult humans as i am like if you if like in a movie or in real life like if you hurt like innocent kids or you like it's yeah. like if this is a kid who's like even in a movie kids and animals like i yeah. feel that unless it's a kid who's torturing animals yeah in which case i'm not gonna say that i, I agree with it but i i'm not gonna feel as bad get, for like, them from a story standpoint like what you're trying to set up about this character that they're going to grow into be a violent sociopath most likely i mean because that's actually how it works in real life unfortunately yeah. like if um like i because don't there are a lot of ter- there, care to there watch are... scenes like that but i understand the meaning right. of scenes like that in films Wind yeah, under. there are a, yeah, there are a lot of people in this world who are sociopaths who never become violent. Like there are a lot of people who are incapable or like minimally capable of feeling empathy, and most of them go on to live totally normal, at least functional lives. They may have like messed up, you know, personal lives, but they usually aren't violent. And then there's that yes. subsect who just the world i mean it's not even that like they just like they don't even care about like i think there are a lot of sociopaths who at least objectively feel bad about hurting people even if they they have a hard time feeling empathy directly for the person that's in front of them but like i've spent too much time on am i the devil where i don't really know which stories are real or fake anymore but i let's just treat them as if they're all real and if they're all real then there is a greater percentage of our population that is sociopathic 
than even they realize. Well, see, that's the thing is, in 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 our modern society, it's very debatable as to whether we truly have that many people who are sociopathic, uh, at least like from a fundamental perspective, and how many people are just um, basically taught by society, by their parents, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that they do they are entitled and deserve um all kinds of stuff in the world it's the same shit where you know like you it, like the whole you know men going their own way fucking movement and all that shit comes from because all of those all of those guys feel entitled to women's attention exactly that's what i'm saying is like especially america like the okay i'm not oh, even gonna call a, it america the united states problem. is is uh i would say the worst offender in all of the world it we are the best at creating um you know people who people who would otherwise not be sociopaths become sociopaths because they were fucking raised in this country like people here are there are a million there are way too many people in this country that feel like they are the main character like nobody else's problems but their own matter like they mine. should yeah <laughs> fuck you got mine like it, seriously like it's and i problem. don't think that i it's don't think that your problem it is and i don't think that that many fucking people are naturally sociopaths i think they are taught to be sociopaths and it, if you can't recognize that is a fucking fundamental problem of our society i really don't know what's wrong with you like you should always be thinking about how your actions impact other people and like your you know again for instance your rights to free speech like sure you have a right to free speech you don't have a right to hate speech you don't have a right to hate speech and you don't have a right to be free from the fucking consequences of saying whatever the fuck gross shit is on your mind like if you get fired that is a natural consequence Yes. Like you're, you have oh, a right no. to say it's the, the thing. consequences of my actions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most people don't want to take consequences. You know, do not want to accept the consequences of their actions, of their speech, anything. And yeah, America has uh, the U- United States has basically devolved into Sadly, an a large in- part of it's a twenty four hour news cycle. It's it, we're like, we're basically an camps. entitled. Yeah, and a oh disgusting entitled hyper capitalist cesspool of humanity capitalism's the only way but yeah going back hatching really enjoyable flick highly recommend watching it's it's got like the weirdness of lamb but like lamb i I, while i enjoyed it i couldn't actually recommend it to anybody like it's something that if you like weird stuff yeah check out lamb i think that i think that hatching even though foreign language, which, you know, stupid Americans often don't want to do. I know I had a, I had a night where I realized that it was in like Finnish and I was like, ah, I don't feel like subtitles right now, even though I watch Lazy. everything with subtitles. Um, I think that hatching is far more accessible. So, yeah. Uh, I really liked it. Hot. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a thing that I, I could 
really get into also yeah it's got like certain body horror elements it's fucking rad in my book like i love stuff like that and has you know social commentary and the pressures put on people especially children in our current fucking social media age which like i'm happy that like we sort of got to that age like just as it was birthing like yeah. I, I remember having like like I feel like we've talked about this before. I've, I've I remember having like a live journal, our... a journal. I had multiple GeoCities websites. I had a MySpace. But none of our none of our stupid teenage exploits are online in any format that anybody could actually ever find. Like, which makes me. Feel I'm not so even bad. sure I could find my old shit. Frankly, it makes me feel so, so bad for kids these days because. Oh, I know. Their future is preserved until, I don't know, fucking nuclear apocalypse and we get EMPs going off all over the planet that erase all digital data. Yeah, basically. like That's why you should it, buy books, folks. <laughs> and I'm, surprised, I'm surprised that no desperate <laughs> human has ever decided to, like, try to take down the Wayback Machine servers because, like, that's the most likely place that is going to archive, like, all the dumb bullshit, even if you've taken it down. Huh. Unless, like, you know, you're your ex like revenge porn bullshit your nudes in which case like i'm sure they're archived on like a million different servers and you will literally never get rid of them i'm sorry yeah but hey on the again, right side there's so much data they may never be found again so there's at least I mean, that <laughs> like i'm i am grateful that i that uh nudes didn't exist unless they were on film when i was young enough to be stupid enough to want to take one mm. Yeah. And even if they were shot on a phone, it was like, you know, two frames per second. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, well, I mean, that you're talking video, but even like, you know, well, stills, I'm thinking like, like camera phone when we were like 17. Oh, I know. I did. Okay. First off, I didn't have a cell phone until I was 18. Nor did I. Um, <laughs> uh, and second, like, <laughs> My first no. cell phone was the one that Carson Daly hawked. It was like a By Motorola time, like... V2. Oh, see, I my first one was the Nokia that had the little Oh, yeah, antenna. No, that was awesome. And then I had the Nokia that, that was like the first one without the antenna. Oh, my God. It's oh, like yeah. all new and um, No, my so Motorola had an antenna. It was dumb. My first one with a color screen was a Razor. I think it had a color screen. I don't know. Maybe it didn't. I had a couple of razors. Anyway, I think that my first one with a color screen was your razor. <laughs> oh yeah, because you got my second my second razor because the first one got run over by a car twice and like it still functioned after getting run over by a car twice. It was actually dropping it in a puddle after having been run over by a car twice that actually killed it. Oh, I thought the red razor I got from you was actually run over by a car at least once as well. That one might have been run over by a car at least once. Uh, the pink one definitely was run over by a car multiple times. Brad. Um, all right. Keeping on, keeping on. What do we have? Um, hey there, you want to have my other TJ Super Shorts spoiler-free newish movie reviews? I mean, if I have to, I mean, th does that mean I can talk about the boys after? Oh, yeah. I thought I already talked about the boys. Maybe not. Not enough. Not enough. I don't think. All right, well, here, let me dip into this real fast because it's a Sony production. It was a uh, 
video game movie called Uncharted. It would have been better if it wasn't tied to the property. Mm. Like it, I could see it, that. It wasn't a bad flick, but like Tom Holland's too young and I don't know why Marky Mark keeps on getting work. Mackie Mac, say it right. Like Mackie Mac is he's not a bad actor, but like he's not a good human. No, he's not a good human and he's not a great actor, so I don't think that's enough to like overcome it. Like, yeah. I mean, again, it depends on what Marky Mark has been doing with his life lately. Like the fact that it's like how yeah. much can you come back from like again, I fuck. I Look, like man, I hate I, saying it because he did serve his time. No, 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 no. He no, served no, his no. fucking time. Again, he but served I don't think he served enough time for what he did. And I, I, don't I don't think that he actually with you. is paid penance, but I don't in disagree a with legal you, but it's sense, the same he served his time for breaking the orbital socket of an elderly Asian man because he felt like beating up an Asian man in like eighty eight. I understand that, but like Think about where you are as a person. As like, a person between. Even te from 10 years ago. Do you really think that, do you, like, it's I am possible, a better human than I was 10 years ago. It's possible that Marky Mark is still the same shitbag human, but I would hazard a guess that he might have actually, like, learned and grown from that. I hope that he has. I hope so, too. But, like, if, with, with without the, you know, with even in the absence of proof, like, sometimes you have to just have faith that like people you will know grow instead of always grow being and, change. and think about the fact that like he's never had any other major scandals come out about him like so you're really gonna hold no, something against there was, him that's there was like, like some sexual assault stuff how long ago was it around the same time or was it like no, later recent? than that okay. I, like i don't know if it was super recent but late 90s early aughts look man i i we're I, gonna be the new tmz hey how was that I mean, mackie mac <laughs> I, I like so so anybody like okay here here's a here's a a point Allegedly. anybody who anybody who you know feels the same way about you know people who have done some horrible shit in their past like think about the fact like you have to you can't just look at that one incident you really i mean i'm not saying that i'm trying to exonerate marky mark but i'm saying like as 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 a general concept you really have to look at you know what has the person done since then does it like ha can you observe changes in behavior can you observe feelings of you know things that indicate remorse like can you observe like you know again so while i haven't behavior, noticed like remorse because I think that he'd just rather forget it. Then there are other people like Kevin oh, Spacey who there's like, not shit I, in your like past you'd rather forget. Oh, there's plenty of shit in my past that I would like I would love to forget. Um but then yeah, there Kevin are people Spacey, like Kevin Spacey who show no remorse for their actions. No remorse, continued denial. Like I I yeah, no. If you if you're not even willing to own your shit, how am I ever yeah. supposed to believe that you've tried to change and do better? I but think like, that he has. If you can, done, if you're like, willing to say, I think like, Marky Mark's done like public apologies for his past, but and I don't like know that's a huge. Recent. That's still a huge thing. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I, look, like nobody's Franco. fucking like, perfect. Yeah, no, like, like 
there are some people who are just straight unfucking repentant and like that's an entirely different story mm-hmm. like the like i'm not gonna lie man i'm not gonna just like you know i talk about fucked everything. up more than a few times in my past <laughs> same and like would you would you prefer that like you know you be treated as the same person you were when you did those fucked up things like 20 years ago or whatever no I can't exactly. imagine. I cannot imagine being. So why the, the fuck is it so hard? Why the fuck is it so hard for everybody to look at like the shit that you did, even ten years ago, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, and say, "I've learned from that. I've moved on. I've tried to do better. I've like you know put work in on myself. I've gone to therapy. I've done whatever. Like there's a million things that you can do to like try to improve that, and like to just assume that like every fucking person who isn't you is isn't doing any of those bag. things and deserves yeah. to be no. crucified for no, the shit that they did when they were a younger. Really great point. And honestly, I think that that is a great like <laughs> a sesame style street beer lesson <laughs> like, hopefully people grow hopefully there hopefully. are very few things that i think that like you, if you can't don't grow, come back from you're doing it wrong like there are certain things that like there are certain things that like if you if you have done said thing like if you have um, I don't know, groomed and then raped a child and then did nothing ever but deny it. Like I'm even twenty years no, later if I've still heard later, nothing. Like you're you're it, still fucking disgusting. You should disappear into a backyard. It, if you it, it's possible that if you have gone I'm no, the we, worst we, fucking we, we person were, in the world. Talking, we know. were talking about this on Donnie Darko of like kid diddlers i feel very strongly about and that strength of thought is at the fucking least castration i don't disagree with you in a lot of senses but like there there's you even there's i will admit that even there there's more nuance in i'm not trying to apologize this at all like i definitely think they're the worst people ever completely understand and i see where some of the nuance had it done to them and then you know if they did that sort of stuff when they were like when their brains weren't fully formed like so say like they assaulted a fellow child when they were like 14 or something because they were assaulted repeatedly as a kid and they just basically normalized the behavior. behavior yes it's a learned behavior but also like a lot of times when you're in traumatic situations like that as a kid you sort of teach yourself that like it has to be okay like it whatever that this well, behavior either it's is okay or it's normal yeah either way and like but a lot of times it turns to well this has to be like normal okay behavior because otherwise my parent is a monster or whatever and i can't psychologically handle that at like eight years old or whatever like (sighs) because a lot of times if you especially if you're still a minor and you're under the care of people who perpetrated said abuse or people who are perhaps not the people who perpetrated the abuse but were enablers of said abuse um then like you might not like that might just become normal to you like a lot of people's normal meter is real fucked up you know 
I have a number of stories of sad experience that I'm not yeah. going to share at the moment. I know, but that's what I'm saying is like, it took that... a while to recalibrate your normal meter though. Yes. And I don't it's think still, you're still haven't, is... you still haven't recalibrated your normal meter entirely. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is like, even a lifetime of therapy can sometimes can't undo the trauma that we suffer as children. And like, I mean, I think that one of the things, one of the reasons that I am very adamant against having children myself is because like, I even though I feel like I've, cycle. exactly, I've spent a light, like basically most of my life in therapy, like the majority of my life in therapy. And I still don't think that like I could completely avoid all of the mistakes that I fear that I would make. Me being the spawn of Satan, what little monster would I end up then spawning? Like that's oh yeah, been I mean, an idea that, that's in my mind like, for like the majority of my life. It definitely doesn't help that you know. One of these days, though, I am gonna like shave my head again, like one last time ever, and get my like six 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 joke tattoo behind my ear, so that for my like oh my god, Oh yeah, no, that'd be way funnier. Oh, I don't know what his... happened. The left hand side of my hair all fell out overnight, and I found this six 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 behind my ear. Oh, that's way more hilarious. That's yeah, way absolutely. Honey Holly, you don't listen to this fuck. episode. <laughs> you give zero fucks, and I love that about you. And you would totally do that, and I love it. Oh, I'd absolutely do that. Um. Because it's like way, it's way like I mean, because you could just fucking shave the rest of it if like if it got too weird. But like I don't know, I feel like you rock that for a little bit. I just have like goes. one fucking. Um, they're not. Oh no, shave not... everything except like your ponytail. Oh, even better. Yeah, that's even better. Even oh my better. god, I think you might have just made it even worse. That's amazing. Please do that. Um, it's a lower head skullet. It's a sign of uh, dignity in the. British ranks, sure. a la, like seventeen sixty-five. I mean, come up with a better <laughs> lie than that, man. Yeah, no, that that's weak. That that's a first pass. Um, yeah. Hey, so I got really depressed, and I don't really know where to go from here. So I feel like I'd rather just wrap up for now. Sweet, yeah. We're, we're, we're um, like, we've got like a solid ninety minutes. So oh Jesus Christ! Um, I'm very sorry that we can't seem to shut ourselves up until we make ourselves sad. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you'd like well, to know about my family's past history, feel free to email us at newenglandbeerreviews <laughs> gmail.com oh. I recommend not. Um, I don't know, man. Like, maybe we should I feel like we could easily start a trauma-focused podcast, but you know. Actually, I don't think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> That's not but. the worst idea in the world, because I, I'm I don't know, man. I'm struggling to think of a single person I know who has like no trauma in their background, because like especially, you know, once you get to be almost forty, like every single fucking person has experienced some trauma, even if it wasn't in your childhood. I know and one person, this, like, and I don't know if it, like they just block out any trauma that might have happened to them. Or if, like, they are that fucking unicorn that just made it through the entire gauntlet without even realizing the gauntlet was there. Like, and, like, kudos to them. I mean, 
I know plenty of people who think that they were never exposed to trauma and at least didn't come out of it with, um, you know, clinical depression or whatever, but it's like, you're, you definitely experienced trauma in your childhood, but like, you're never going to let yourself admit that because that would mean that you have to take your deceased parent off of the pedestal that they're put on. And there's have not had enough many, of a conversation to know if that existed yeah, in there. There are plenty of people I know who are fall into that boat. And like, that's one of those things that like just baffles me. Which brings us to the end of our show. Uh, quick shout out to our Patreon supporters. Bruce, we love you. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man! Anybody else? I swear to God, we really need to do bonus episodes to try uh, to incentivize yeah. people, because otherwise, like, I don't see it happening. Yeah, uh, but hey, we appreciate you for listening to our podcast. Check out our other podcast. It's called See It or Screw It. We we do it with like one or two other people. Um, yeah. You can uh, check us out the- on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we need to be more active in all of those places. You can give us money at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. That's the initial yeah, show, New England Beer Reviews, N-E-B-R. We're old and lame, and it's real hard for us to remember to, like, do social media shit sometimes. Like, I even on my personal social media, I'll go through periods where I'm like, I'm going to post all this shit, and then I'm like, fuck everyone. I don't want to talk. I feel that. Yay, introvert time. problems these days especially even my mania is depressed you know what isn't depressed do you know what it's like to be manically depressed it's not fun folks it's not fun (laughs) (laughs) you really do laugh like crusty sometimes also our our third our third host did finally show up even though he hasn't said anything oh sitting here I was going to ask, oh. uh, hey, Washington, do you, do you have a final word? Can you talk? I don't know. Did he snuffle into the mic enough that you could actually hear it? No, not at all. Oh. Um, well, he snuffled well, in the his mic, place, so. can you uh, translate his snuffle for us? Pet my belly, goddammit. All right. Pet my, body, pet my belly, goddammit. Sounds like a pretty decent final word. So, uh, hey there, folks. Pet my belly, goddammit. Bye. <laughs> I got distracted by a flesh. Bye.